the spaceships and waterfalls. <laughs> so, so what's it take to make a rainbow? Water. 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 Water and light. Thank you. And so the water bends the light and makes color. How many colors are there? Seven. Seven primary colors. Because I actually see this in us. Don't, don't do that. Mm. So again, well, he said, you'll be the what of the world? Light. No, light of the world. Yeah. And man, I don't know. This is really deep to me. Dude, give credit where it's due. You just seen me write that shit. Now you gonna say that. Some fake ass shit, though. I'm saying, though. So, Brother Ray, are you saying that we're that, we're that rainbow? Fake ass white people. Edomites. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna just shake my head. I, I, I see that in a sense, brother. Shaking my head at these niggas. That don't even, that's whack. Wow, that's anyway. deep. That was whack. It's deep, brother Rand. I, I never looked at it that way. That's deep. So I, I, I just like, said it in a chat. On that track. So the thought is, if, if that light shines through us, shows that rainbow, but ultimately it really ties into being under that, that grace or giving that grace to others, being that light of the world. Come on now. And walking undefendable. I, I, I got to bring something up. I, I just said that in the chat. Come on now. Stop stealing. And I want you guys to think about this. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, what do clouds represent? Thoughts. Oh, these niggas. Exactly. I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. Brother Randy, you, must, you just hit it out the park. I think you're correct. I'm totally in agreement with that. Yeah, glory to God. Hey guys, eat them mites and shit. I'm talking about how many colors in the room? Seven. He just looked in the chair, man. Get that shit out of here, man. Yeah, never thought about it. I'm saying, though. Anybody else tracking along that line? Yeah, that's shameful. Pretty shameful. Nope. Shameful. Shameful. You can go ahead, Brother Sean. Is it okay if I disagree? Go for it. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't really have anything to bring down. I just well, well, bring if you you disagree, tell me why. Because isn't isn't this rainbow supposed to signify God and not us? Like, like this this is about God and what He's showing us. You know. Um, like this is his promise to us and this is about his covenant and like this is this is our baptism into a new covenant you know into into the the uh the church age you know so it's like uh, yeah i i don't know it to me it yeah that's that's all really i had so sean let me just say i'll read it one more time slowly whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds i will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between god and all living creatures of every kind on the earth 
the rainbow, if Brother Randy, what he just brought out, the different colors, seven different colors of <laughs> seven represents completion, and it takes light. I just said that in a chat. I mean, these niggas are really stubborn. And we're supposed to be the light of the world, right? These niggas really stubborn yeah. my shit, though. So, and clouds are our thoughts, right? I think so. That shit over here. <laughs> okay. I'm just, that's no, where I was I going. Just, I've never heard clouds being uh, thoughts. I, I know. Yeah. I don't really know what rain signifies. Seven but days of creation. Has to do with water. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I was. Uh, yeah, well, I've never I'm just trying ever to feel that. Well, Sean, think about this the sky, right? The sky represents heaven, right? Heaven is where it's in, in your mind, right? Yeah. So if you have those clouds, those clouds represent those thoughts that's in that mind, too. Gotcha. Gotcha. And and when it when it was being said, I just thought yep. about it hey. for a minute. Go ahead, go ahead. Sean, how do you come in the covenant with God? The blood of Jesus or or faith? <laughs> what does that mean? Obedience. Obedience to what? Jesus, the word. So in order to come in the covenant with God, you must do what? Obey the word of God. Which effectively makes you what? Where is he going with this? <laughs> A disciple? No. A servant is not above his master. Nor is the student above his teacher, but a servant fully trained will be like his master, and a student fully trained will be like his teacher. How can God be God and you be a child of God and you not be a God? That doesn't make sense. The only way to become in covenant with God is you must become God. It's kind of scary. <laughs> I don't know why. Say that, that again. Like, I, Maybe it's just my because I don't understand it, but say that again. That makes sense. No, it definitely makes sense. I know it's it's not something I haven't heard before. That don't make sense. That don't make sense. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. That's why. That doesn't make sense. I'm I'm a little bit uh, I'm new here, but that statement makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Because it's I think about God, sense. I think about God as creator of everything, omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent, and I'm a man, I'm not God. So, That's uh, and I'm, and I'm also, you know, not morally perfect, um, you know, so I don't think that. I think that's maybe a little bit too far. You know? But brother, we are called to be perfect as well. As, as our heavenly father is perfect. No, that's 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 what you have to understand is that's why he has a problem with it because he hasn't he doesn't know who he is. He hasn't reached the level of becoming as one with God yet. So because he hasn't attained that, then he doesn't he can't see it or understand it. 
Because right now, if his identity is hidden from him, if he doesn't know who he is, of course it's gonna make him uncomfortable. Of course he's gonna talk to me. What if he's talking to me though? I'm gonna take it like you talk. I'm gonna say this: the Apostle Paul, he said he was striving for perfection, Uh, and he also said he hadn't reached it yet. uh, He was still aiming for it, and um, I believe that the only perfect person who's ever walked this earth is Jesus Christ. I'm an angel. Yeah, that you 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 clearly don't understand perfection hmm. because um, yeah, when Christ says be perfect for your heavenly Father's perfect, he he, he wasn't saying that just to himself. Talk light. Here's the thing: this is the the me. once the person repents, Paul also said, "Whoever is hmm. in Christ is a new creation." The old has passed, the new has come. Second Corinthians five seventeen. So you can't be in Christ until you become perfect. Because Christ isn't a sinner. So in order to be in order to be in Christ, you must stop sinning. Which is why it says in First John chapter three, uh, verse nine, that. Um, Whoever continues to sin has neither seen Christ nor knows Christ. But whoever is in Christ cannot go on sinning because they've been born of God. So those who have not been born of God, I understand that they if they aren't able to see it or understand it. But once a person has, then they understand that they become one with the Father. This you the problem that you said was the same pr- problem that the Pharisees had with Jesus. The exact same problems. Then my question then is, you know, if we're going to stick to the Bible, then we have to ask, when exactly did Peter, when was he born again? Because he made uh, some pretty big mistakes. He fell short of perfection, moral perfection, uh, while he was teaching the gospel as a missionary. So, says who? Even up. Says uh, the Apostle Paul. That's a false narrative. Oh, okay. We don't believe that part. No, no, no. You no. We it's it's there. You just don't you don't understand that part. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna get into it because we're in uh, Genesis nine. Right. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure things out. Yeah. Yeah. So just trust me. It's, there, there's a deeper level, brother. You, you stick around. You'll 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 see it. You'll encounter. it. May I ask one more question before we move? Certainly. On the process of becoming our true identity, which is to be a God. Yeah, to be him on earth. To be Jesus. Does that make all of us the Messiah then? Depends on what your understanding of the Messiah is. Uh, Messiah Messiah is the word Meshiach, which means anointed one. So once you've been anointed, then you are same thing. Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, same word. So does that mean that we can say that we died for the sins of the world if, if we have truly reached that Identity. Did Paul die for the sins of the world? No. You sure about that? 
You can't see this angel in your face. You got spiritual cataracts. <laughs> I'm saying though. The same reason Jesus was. And it's only because of his death that you're learning of him. But it was when Paul said when Paul when Paul when Paul when Paul said to Philippians that I want to know Christ and the power of his Yes, of his uh, death no. and somehow attaining to yes his resurrection no. from the dead. Does Paul actually did that. This look like an angel. What was that scripture that you just said? It's in look. Philippians. I want to say chapter four. Like he said, I want to know angel. Christ, becoming like him so. in his death, and somehow attaining to the power of his resurrection. How? Paul did the exact same thing. Matter of fact, all the apostles did the same thing Jesus did. What? Are you talking about when he said, I want to die with Christ or join in his death? Uh-oh. Let me read it for you, Sean. I think it's in 310, brother. Okay. Uh, you said 310, brother, ready? Amen. <laughs> so, Philippians chapter 3, I'll start at verse 7. This is Paul writing. He says, uh, but whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may be that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. And so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. And at this point, at the point that he that he wrote this, he said, not that I have already obtained all this, or have already arrived at my goal, but I pressed on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. And, and, and I can tell you that upon death, he did it. In regards to him saying, uh, attaining the power of the resurrection of Christ, he was talking about the power of the Holy Spirit, because that's how Christ was raised from the dead, right? When you listen to Philippians, you're listening to Paul's resurrection. You're participating in his resurrection. Has anyone in here been baptized in the name of Paul? Why would anybody be baptized in the name of Paul? I'm trying to follow your line of reasoning. You, you, uh, you're, you're, you're not you, you you're not capable yet. 
And I understand that. I don't expect you to be able to follow it at this point. In order for you to be able to follow it, you would have to unlearn all the false things that you already think you know. The greatest enemy of knowledge is the illusion of knowledge. Old wine, you cannot pour new wine in old wine skins. So if you if you want to take the red pill, I can show you how to get to a point where you can know it. I'm just gonna, uh, you know, listen to the rest of the Bible say for now. I'm cool, man. I'm sorry to interrupt. No problem. Amen. Um, I have a question. Go ahead. This rainbow that was given is a promise. that us, deep. Right? I challenge you and your ego. Um, does it correlate to? Um, the scripture in Matthew where it says we are the salt of the earth. Ain't nothing special about no human. Why would you think it does? I'm sorry, repeat that question. Why would you pick that scripture and ask, does it correlate with that scripture? Um, based off what they were saying before about the, the rainbow like being, um, uh, I'm sorry, what did you guys brought it about the rainbow? Yeah, you shouldn't have did that though. Ain't nothing special about no human, very so, disrespectful so, 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 to treat another person and, like uh, you did. Prior to this, the <laughs> rainbow being formed by light and water. Um, and we are the light. And the water is the, what was the water was the cleansing. Um, Brother Randy, could you bring that out again? What, what it stands for again, please? Well, I was just bringing out about um, what happens when you shine the light through that mist, how we get a rainbow, mm -hmm. the seven primary colors. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me, like, you know, Jesus is the light, and Jesus shines through us. Amen. Okay, so if we are that rainbow, which is the promise, um, I would see that as us being the salt of the earth, being in correlation to that. Father, or speaking rudely, Holland. That's who I'm talking to. So are you trying to compare light with salt? <laughs> no, no, I wasn't comparing the light with salt. If we are that rainbow, right? I'm just asking if that um, scripture. Um, is equivalent to that rainbow. Yeah, I'm not going let your emotions. Okay. Let your emotions. What I do see, though, in Matthew four uh, five fourteen, is that you are the light of the world. 
that we are the light of the world, I guess, in that regard. Not respond. Um, There's another one. Say, 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 say that again. Who, who's, yeah. who, who spoke that, brother Carl? Matthew. No, I didn't ask who who wrote it. Who spoke it? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What did Jesus say now? You are the light of the world. And he's speaking to those who are disciples and, 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 and those who obey him, right? Amen. Amen. So what does it say in First John chapter 1, verse 5? I got it. Let me I'm looking at Ephesians 5, 2, Brother Z, verse 11. Uh-huh. I some clouds. First John, which one, Z? First John, what? Chapter 1, verse 5. 